2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
3: Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far... I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome
4: to This is Important, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a show where we only talk about what is very important to us and everyone else. Today, we
5: talk about kick the can y'all ever play that that game was
4: ruthless i took pride in that thing but i also rode it hard i always broke the fork in the campsites people had super soakers doused with acid oh my god did you
6: shift your fans
4: <laughs> here we go start your engines
7: <laughs>
4: welcome to
7: this is important. This is important. I thought we were all doing Man. it together. I really did. Where we talk about everything from just our very hard stance, political stances. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, I don't know, pop culture. And we talk about, I don't know, maybe some sports. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to talk about. Oh, hell yeah. Sports, baby. I'm, I'm actually uh, getting back into collecting sports cards, guys. That's the new thing in my life. Tell me about that. I want to know. That's dope. <laughs> I, I am, honestly. Huh. I, uh, I, I just bought a Beckett, which took me back to
4: the good old days. Did you guys ever collect cards, or is this just kind of my thing? Is that where you find the price, the Beckett magazine, where you could line up what the card was and see how much it was worth? Yes, it is.
6: Oh, yeah. I did my fair share of sports cards collecting. I believe it's called a price guide.
7: Yeah, it's a price guide.
5: Yeah, I, I had Wizard Magazine.
6: Wizard Magazine was my price guide. Right.
5: I collected Marvel cards.
7: Well, you know what the hot shit is right now, Blake? And this, I feel like this could, uh, you could sip on this scissor. Okay. It's Pokemon cards. Do you have any old Pokemon cards? Because they are worth cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching right now. Oh my gosh. No, I threw them all out. Really? Yeah, evidently Pokemon cards are big. And some of your, your nerd shit is probably worth a ton of money. All the D&D. Does Dungeons & Dragons have cards? Or no, that's just Magic the Gathering, right? Magic, Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, yeah, some of those are worth money for sure. Yeah,
4: man. How much are those worth?
5: A Magic card? Yeah, like a good
7: one.
4: Upwards of?
5: Like 350 bucks. Damn. Damn. Uh,
7: Mike Trout card that was like, I guess, a signed rookie card. I don't even know if it's a rookie card. Just a signed one of one. There was only one made. He signed it. It just sold for a record like three point nine million dollars. What's weird is it's more expensive than the Honus Wagner that was like you know the super old card that it it was like the the pinnacle of card collecting. And yeah, it, this sounds like bullshit to me. No, it's. Look them up. But what's weird is it was over 100 years old. Uh So you'd think like, yeah, for sure, that card, it has all the history. It's been around. The fact that it hasn't been destroyed in 100 years, sure, I guess that's worth millions of dollars. But a brand new card is worth $4 million? It seems absurd Here's
6: the deal. Nobody knows who the fuck Honus Wagner is. Everybody knows who Mike Trout is. Baseball cards were in the shitter. So they go, hey, let's have one guy buy a Mike Trout one-of-one card for $4 million and revive the entire industry and make money, period. Who's they,
7: Anders? This seems like conspiracy theory shit. You think Big Card is behind it? Yes, 100%.
6: Yes. Yeah, I follow this logic. Bobby Beckett. <laughs> this dude is friends with the guy at Tops or whoever, Fleer or whatever. And they were like, Richard let's do Topps. this. And look, and now you fell for it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> that, no, dude. Yes. No, the guy that
7: bought it, his name's like literally like Bobby Vegas or some bullshit. Bozo. Uh, yeah, he
6: does. <laughs> he has like. Like right. Oh, yeah. Bobby Vegas isn't friends with Rick Fleer. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, well, Rick I Fleer, guess. Woo! <laughs> woo! And
5: the uh, stocks in cards just went up.
6: Michael Topps and Bobby Vegas have to be homies.
5: <laughs> don't forget about good old Upper Deck. Louis,
6: <laughs> Upper Deck. Johnny, Upper Deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's obviously what it is. There's no fucking reason to buy a baseball card for $4 million about Mike Trout. Mm-mm. But there's yeah, no, there, is, I mean,
7: yeah, sure. There's mm-hmm. no reason to do, to spend money on any collectible.
6: Unless you can create an entire marketplace and then benefit from it. It is about demand, isn't it? Unless... You just, you just asked the question. You are like, why is this card worth so much? Because someone decided I'm going to spend $4 million on this so that the entire industry of cards is like caught in that draft.
7: I don't believe that big card was behind it.
4: It's insider trading card. Then what is it?
7: I don't think I don't think that they were behind the the sale of this. You know I what? think it was just some <sighs> fucking rich asshole from uh-huh. Vegas obviously uh-huh. right. who was just like Trying I want to be the guy that bought the most expensive card so everyone sees me and go, "Oh, he must have a ton of money. I need to suck his dick."
6: Yeah. People from Vegas are definitely not scammers. Ooh. <laughs> yeah right exactly this is flagrant dude the schemiest person i know jillian bell is from las <laughs> vegas okay enough said a
4: Schemer. Schemer. this Allegedly. is flagrant
6: this is a mike trout card when did
4: mike trout start playing in the mlb uh, he's been in there for a while. Yeah. Six years. How old is this card? It's not old.
7: It'd be six years if it's a rookie card. It's not old. It's like a new card.
4: This is so wrong. Yeah, it is completely wrong. And what they are doing is driving
7: up. Well, I agree that it's wrong. I'm just saying I don't think that it's it's a big card or some kind of conspiracy that all the card companies got together and they're like, we need to have this total douchebag buy this card.
4: Don't think of it like big card. Like there's one. It's just the industry itself is trying yes. to be revived. Yes, mm. that's it. Which the industry is now. You're trying to get into the industry because guess what? It's been revived. But the, I I was done. getting
7: see. I was getting in before. Th- this just happened. This just happened like this past week. I was three point
4: the- nine million dollars for a fucking card
7: a mike trout card at the beginning of quarantine i was like you know what i'm gonna get back into cards because what happened was card collecting it like went in the shitter because they realized
6: oh we make too many of them
7: like a card can't be worth anything if there's hundreds of thousands of the same card out there because there's too many
6: and baseball was dying nobody gave a fuck right
7: well, sure, but all cards collecting: football cards, basketball cards, hockey
6: cards. But baseball cards were by far the most popular cards, correct? I, I believe so. Yes, yeah.
7: I think. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think now basketball cards uh, are more popular than baseball cards. As, right. as a whole. I would
5: imagine, so. But I think, like historically, the baseball card is the bar that was set
7: sure yeah, but a, oh gee. but the reason that it went in the shitter was there was just too, they were making too many of them so now what they mm-hmm. do is they do limited releases where they'll right. make 200 of a card and right. then that way it's it there's a, a scarity within the card collecting
4: community and you're like
7: oh you I have a to get. are you a scaredy
6: cat? Are you now a scaredy cat? I'm a scaredy cat. You're all yeah, about it's it. Like, <laughs>
4: it's like shoes. It's like shoe collecting or like yeah. limited
6: drops in clothes. Exactly. taking the same They model. have to do that now. It's marketing. So you've been marketed hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Big card. And I think it's cool.
7: I, I'm into it. Yeah and it's a fun thing to do. <laughs> it's a fun waste
6: of yeah. money.
7: I have a new hobby guys. No
4: one's shitting on you. Yeah that's cool. That's something to do. I like it. I like it dude. Fun
7: thing. Kyle
6: Gardens. Hell yeah
7: I I'm do. gonna get to a bunch of Luca Dante your trading cards
6: yeah so like who means a lot to you like what's a card you get that you're like oh, I don't give a fuck what this costs. This is mine. I'm, I am would be so super stoked to get this.
3: I want to get the
7: Michael Jordan rookie card. That's that's one that <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, I have to get that card. Are you
6: serious? Everyone would say, but I'm saying like specifically you, that's a weird one that's not worth a gazillion dollars that you would be stoked on. It got to be worth Well, the some,
7: one, I mean, it would have to be worth a gazillion dollars or I would have already gotten it or like when I was a kid.
6: That My point is like, I have a ton of new balances, right? I wouldn't know if I wouldn't say I was like a collector. I have some that are like the hype beast ones that like there aren't that many and they're fucking super expensive in the aftermarket. But then I have other ones where I'm like, these are mine. Nobody fucking wants these, but I think they're fucking sick. Is th- I'm asking if there's a card like that for you where you're like, I'm just a huge fucking Latrell Spreewell fan. And would dig his card. I don't know.
7: I don't know. I I guess I don't have any specific. I just like the sport of basketball. So I think it would be fun to get back into it, especially now Mm -hmm. that there's some new players that are, that I think are going to be great for a very long time. Like a Zion, like a Luca, uh like a donovan oh, So you
4: would be collecting new cards trying to get just new cards current cards yeah and then a few old
7: ones that i i've always wanted to have but when i was a kid i didn't have any money so i didn't uh you know i couldn't get the michael jordan rookie card because it's a thousand dollars Dude,
4: when i was a kid my favorite baseball card that i had was mark mcguire rookie where he played third base
7: oh i had that one too the usa mm.
4: it was like a tops I believe. Yeah,
7: but he played a USA baseball. That was his rookie card.
4: Uh, Well, maybe it wasn't his rookie card. It was just he played third base. And to me, that was like so sick because I just knew him as a first baseman and like my favorite first baseman. But I would love to get this card back. If I was gonna go after anything, I'd go after the Maguire, where he played third base. I think I might have that
7: card, homie. I might I might be willing to trade.
4: Oh,
6: cool. And you will we'll talk about it on the next podcast. <laughs> He'll have it. Who's somebody that you would bet on now? Like obviously Luca and Zion are like destined for greatness unless they get like super injured. Who's somebody that you're like, I think that guy's gonna be sneaky dope?
7: Well, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is gonna be the one that everybody's all Luca all the time right now. And Zion, if he ever gets fully healthy, he will be dominant on hopefully next season. But Donovan Mitchell's that guy. That's just like, he's scoring 50 points in the playoffs right now. And people aren't really talking about him. And he also just seems like a great guy. He Mm -hmm. seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys that like in, in 15, 20 years, that he will be uh, one of the best of this generation. Yeah, for sure. Also, he's not huge. Like, Luca is like, he's a big dude. He's like, Yeah, how tall is Luca? He's like 6'7, 250 or something. He's like a thick man. <laughs> like, uh-huh. and Zion too is just like,
6: Zion is next level.
7: Yeah, he's just like a thick, big dude. And like, guys like that, unless they be stretching, they're going to be, they're going to hurt themselves and yeah. they've already both hurt themselves already. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell is a tinier guy and they seem to last a little longer because they're not coming down with all that weight. Right. It's probably why I keep hurting myself, you know?
6: So meaty. A big guy. Too beefy of a boy. This is
7: so
4: important.
6: I want to say I read that Zion Williams was coming into the NBA as the heaviest player that would be in the NBA. Which is crazy. No,
7: the only other person that was heavier than him was Boban. Uh, Boban, and that's all dick. You rang Mar- Marjanovic, and he, but what it was like by like ten pounds or something. And right. Boban is seven foot four. Right. And and Zion is only six seven, which is insane. That's a huge bitch. Really? Yeah, he's only six seven. He just plays so much bigger.
6: Wait a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, Zion is only six foot seven. He's one inch taller than Michael Jordan. That's right. He's Scotty Pippen's height. Check the cards, man. You got to read the back of the cards. Yeah,
4: you got to read them back. That's the best part about the cards. Yes. I just like
6: looking at the front. You get
4: those stats. <laughs> oh,
6: I'm a Is, statsman.
4: Are baseball cards the original card? Yeah, I, I think so. I would assume.
6: You don't think they were like night cards back in the day? Like the round the round table?
5: Oh shit! You <laughs> yeah, got a like, uh, Lance a lot. You got a Percival. <laughs> Damn,
7: that'd be so sick. <laughs> Link me. Did you guys the the cops in my neighborhood? The police officers in my neighborhood? Growing up. Had their own baseball cards. Yeah. I do. Did they do that that in your neighborhood? That was so fucking sick and such a smart idea from police officers just to make them seem like not like scary, like you're always going to get in trouble and and to, uh, you know, have like little kids like them.
6: That was their last good idea. (laughs) (laughs) That was it.
7: R.I.P. R.I.P.
6: They don't do that anymore. (laughs) They're not doing that no more. Nope. That's not happening. That's the card you put in the bikes, folks.
5: Oh, playing cards were good for that.
6: Playing cards over uh, baseball cards? Yeah,
5: because they were like vinyl so they could take a little more. Take a licking? Abuse. Totally.
6: That shit sounded so good. <laughs> Did you guys have dope bikes growing up as kids? Oh, yeah. Or was it just whatever? Mm.
7: I, my bike, I, I had one summer where I had three bikes stolen from me. Mm. One at knife point. <laughs> uh, and my dad went over to the kid's house and, like, demanded the bike back. And then my dad got bitched out. They're like, no, we don't have your bike. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, he is the one that stole my bike.
6: Wait, your dad? you said your dad got bitched out. And then it was, no, we don't have it. What are you talking about? No, like, Did like they yell he could
7: have just got this man to like force the kid to give me my bike back. This right, kid right. took my bike at knife point. And then my dad goes over to the house and they're like, mm, don't know what to tell you. And he's like, <laughs> no, they don't have it. And I'm like, they do. They do. I'm not lying. Dad, You just got bitched out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, he pulled a knife on me and took my fucking bike. And then I had two other bikes that were just stolen. Once I left on the side of a house and someone stole it. And the other, they broke into my goddamn garage. So then I didn't have bike, uh, for the rest of the summer
6: are we talking yeah. about dirt bikes are we talking mountain Huffy. 10 speed dude i had dirt
4: bikes that were like i had this one that was a trick bike 20 inch rims a mongoose motivator okay oh dude yeah it was i took pride in that thing but i also rode it hard i always broke the fork because Yeah. I was a big boy doing big stairs, doing big
6: jumps, you know what I mean? If, if you're listening at home, Kyle has hands that are like lunch pails, so I can imagine <laughs> the stress on that fork.
5: Yeah, he's the Zion of our friend group. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah,
7: man. Yeah, you really are.
4: Because I remember that summer I tried to go down like an eight stair, like jump down eight stairs, and it just bent the fork. And I'm like, that's cool. No, no I shit. did the eight stairs, I'll get a new fork. And I learned how to, like, do all my own maintenance on the bike and stuff. It was awesome.
7: Yeah, I, I had a I dyno. I was a dyno boy mm-hmm. when I got into that. Yep. But my whole thing, because I couldn't skateboard just because uh, I physically couldn't do that, but I could ride a bike. And, but I, I couldn't do any like cool jumps or anything. The only thing I could do was just have the balls to go down as many stairs as possible, right. which ends up being oh. gnarlier than just going off of a ramp. Yeah. yeah talk
5: about balls. Well,
4: like you're not jumping down the stairs. You're just going like. No, I'm just like throwing
7: myself down the stairs, like hanging on. Were you,
6: were you busting in What's that? Where you do the brake on the front and, like, the back wheel comes up? Oh, yeah. Always, baby.
7: That was my main trick because you did. it, t- it took no skill other than just hitting the brake very hard. Well, that
4: was, like, the same summer that Flatland was in, like, the X Games. And you could do, like, you put pegs on the front and back, and you could actually do, like, these cool little dances
6: with your mm-hmm. bike while oh. using the
4: brakes and stuff. I
5: know what you're talking about. I think my best trick was the skid
6: oh my god dude i could just lay some fucking skid i could
5: skid for days i was the hardest skidder on the
4: block that was the best way to arrive you're still laying skid marks right yeah baby laying
5: a little tire (laughs) on the pavement hello let's talk
6: about in your undies if you saw (laughs) if you saw a homie from like across the playground and you just darted over to him and then went like for like a sky like what's up
5: that was always the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to like see who could skid the longest. Oh yeah. Not in You're
6: talking about from like turning to the side too, not right? Not just like the straight nah, skid. straight bomb. Yeah. Oh, that's some nerve shit. Uh, <laughs> I could, you turn? Yeah, you turn and you fucking uh you tail it off. I'm kinda
7: gonna call bullshit on Blake being the skid king because I rode bikes with him in vancouver while shooting game over man and i remember you being scared to lay some skids down and me and the homie kyle walsh were laying some serious skids down and then you're we're like all right blake you you do it
5: okay well i skidded in my youth I yeah. have since become old men don't skid, <laughs> all right? Here's and I'm shirt. forty. There's the first shirt for merch. I'm forty, and I don't <laughs> skid. You're no, no, not
7: forty. Well. We're the same age. You're thirty six years old. I'm forty. I, gr-
4: I grew up with Blake, and the dude could skid. Uh, Thank okay, you. there it is. He rolled with a bunch of a bunch of people who were trying to do tricks and stuff, and he really had the skid. His skid was Thank like you. you're going down <laughs> the stairs. That's what it was. So you know, nobody's trying to take away you going down the stairs. You actually don't have anybody to corroborate that. <laughs> I'm here corroborating my homie Blake.
7: Next time. Thank hey, you. Next time we're mm-hmm. all together on a bunch of bicycles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will roll down. T- I ride a bike every day, dog. Every Dude, day. Dude, I'll show you my flatland shit. I will bounce some stairs. Put it on your Insta story.
6: Yeah.
4: Let's Insta about
7: it. Let's Insta about it.
4: That would be the sickest is to get into to that.
7: Instigate. What was your like Instagram. best, uh, <laughs> just to get into Instagram? <laughs> Your best, like, little kid skill that you would that you could bust out today and people would be like,
6: okay, damn.
7: Climbing trees.
6: Climbing trees. Uh, Blake didn't hesitate.
7: I was very good
5: at climbing trees. I still am to this day. I could see you being really good at, cl- at climbing I know. some trees. I love
6: that you were that kid that's like, who's that? It's this Blake, that's- kid. He climbs trees. He's always yeah, hiding dude. from someone <laughs> Yeah,
7: all the way to the top. Yeah. He's always hiding from somebody all the way at
5: the
4: top. That's where my dad couldn't reach me. You got to come over here during low quad season, climb my tree, and pick some low-quats for me, buddy.
5: I'll just tell you, when you have a dad like mine at home, you learn how to climb those trees pretty damn fast. <laughs> oh, go get okay. a switch.
6: Go get a switch, boy. And more. this is
4: what I wanted to talk
5: about. Yeah. Now, yeah. this is important. Root <laughs> therapy. Blake's abuse. I it. use my podcast as a therapy session.
6: Uh, now, what is this like little kid skill? Like, I don't know. I remember doing the thing where you would like make a donut hole with your lips and slap it, and it would go like pop. You know what I mean? It'd be like...
7: A donut (laughs) hole with your lips?
6: (laughs) Like this kind of thing. I can go... Yeah, you just make like a... Yeah, there you go. Well, that's not not very uh, interesting. (laughs) 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 Well, what what, what are we talking about here? Like what little kid skill? That's a little kid skill and you fucking grow up and you... uh, I mean, it could be a skill.
7: Like, for instance, I was thinking like I'm still a good hacky-sacker. Like I can still hacky-sack. But that's not a skill I developed as an adult that's just i had that as a kid and then now i can still do it
4: and you're still good so what was your little kid talent basically yeah i guess so swimming um were
5: you a fast kid i prided myself on being a fast child running yeah
6: uh yeah i don't think i was ever the fastest but i was i took it seriously and i think i was up there
5: because motherfuckers could not tag your boy Okay.
6: Oh, we're talking tag?
5: I was fast,
4: bro. Yeah, you were hella fast, dude. I, I mean, I think I could always throw a football pretty far, and I could jack home runs like a motherfucker.
5: Kyle has a nasty Slugger. swing. Yeah, you should have played baseball professionally. I was gonna. I was gonna. Yeah, I wish I had. That's the card I want, is water the Kyle Newt That's water That was up. my
4: first career aspiration, was to be a pro pro ball player, man. But it turned out you have to practice every day. And yeah. when I learned mm-hmm. that, yeah. and when I was like 13 years old and I just wanted to go smoke cigarettes, I was like, nah, that's cool.
6: Mm-hmm. Wait, can we go back for a second to Blake being like I was fast, yeah. nobody could tag me. Mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion that everyone fast wasn't playing tag, they were playing real sports. Mm. See,
7: Blake, yeah, man. Blake never, he uh, <laughs> didn't, like, didn't go to the track mm. The track yeah, meet. No mm. one could
6: tag me. Motherfucker, they're out playing flag mm. football <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh
5: well, there were other there were other activities that weren't sanctioned sports that you had to be good at on right. my block. One right. was tag, the other was steal the bacon, and I was nasty on that. Yo, steal it's the so bacon true, so got true.
6: so ruthless.
5: You want to know the other one? Kick the can. You all ever play that? That, no. that game was
3: Damn ruthless. What? Hey,
7: did you grow up in the 50s?
5: I know. I grew up in a field in Iowa.
6: Adam's no. <laughs> getting, Adam's getting like, shanked with knives, and you're, like, kicking cans. Bro, we
5: lived in a court. You Like, you can play games like that. What there's is no, kick the
6: can? Yeah.
5: Kick the can is so tight. So there's, like, a can in the middle of the court, and somebody's it, and they count to, like, 100 or whatever, and you all hide. And then they have to go and find you, but if you kick the can before they run and jump over it, uh, they're out. Oh.
4: <laughs> It's <laughs> so tight. Yeah,
5: that I don't think I explained it well, but it's a really
7: fun game.
4: No, Blake, you grew up in a court, so did I. These were it was like the court, court with kids. a kid with kids on it is really the way to a court
7: is just a circle,
4: right? Is it a cul-de-sac? Yeah, it's a cul-de-sac. So it's a dead end. So essentially,
6: because I grew up in the court system, you
4: only too. have to look one way <laughs> if a car is coming. So you can kind of set up shop yeah. and do your thing. And if there's enough kids on the cul-de-sac, then you can really have these teams. You can have four, right. you know, four versus four, and it's just Oh, yeah. it's the way to grow up, baby. <laughs> no, it really is, dude. Let's <laughs> play kick the can. We
7: just played a lot of the very politically incorrect game of smear the queer. Okay, uh, and sure. that that was that was our shit. And uh, wow, that's
4: crazy. I remember that game.
7: Oh yeah, it just and and you you just said that unabashedly. You were like, yeah, smear the queer. You guys want to play smear the queer? Yep. Yeah.
4: What the fuck was that? Yeah. I remember we played that on my court, and then I definitely remember only playing it a few times before. Somebody came out and was like, you can't say that. You can't be yelling that.
7: See, that's some Northern California shit. In the Midwest, people were like, yep, yeah, that's the name of the game. Yeah, we were correct. That's the
6: name of the game. We're not changing but it. The dad has it tattooed on his chest. Yeah.
7: <laughs> some kid was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't say this. I got a cousin uh, that is gay. And then some dad just busts out of the house. It's the
6: name of the game. We're not changing. We're well, we going to change our red lights, green lights now. <laughs> Red
5: Light This
3: Green, is our like, history. <laughs> it's our history.
6: We did uh, Ghost in the Graveyard and Cops and Robbers on bikes.
5: Cops and Robbers was true. Cops and Robbers,
6: oh my on gosh, bikes. shit went yes. down.
5: That doesn't even have rules. It's just like you just pretend to shoot each other all okay? right.
6: But no, you got it was was essentially like group tag. Cops over here, robbers over there, and there was like parameters, like the block, and we have like a school on our block, so you could cut through the schoolyard and shit. Can't you put people in jail
4: and stuff too, and then you can go save people? Exactly. So then, if a
6: robber gets to jail when a cop isn't there, they can tag you, and then you're free again. Oh wow! Yeah, the game. I don't know how it ends. I guess it ends when the cops get all the robbers. But like, I don't know how the robbers. There was
7: never any like those those little kid Mm -hmm. games. There was never any ending. You know what I mean? It just kept going until you had to come home.
4: They were designed to just
6: stay.
7: I never remember like winning at cops and robbers or like any of those like games that you sort of make up your own neighborhood rules. Right. Our our main shit, we were just like little vandals and shit. We would literally just get a bunch of rocks, climb in a tree, and then throw rocks at cars that are driving past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that happened all day long. I remember I had to, uh, I got called to, like, eat dinner, and I hear my mom screaming my name down the street. And so I had to go home, ate dinner. I came back. All of my friends are handcuffed, sitting on the side of the street, and a police officer's right there. There was like four of my friends right there, and they, they were getting handcuffed, and then the cop took them back to their parents' house because they shattered some guy's windshield by throwing a freaking rock through his windshield. Damn. Freaking goofballs. That, that backfired yeah. on them.
4: Did you guys ever have laser tag infiltrate your groups of friends? Because that was like something that really, really changed every game
7: like you guys had your own laser tag like in the neighborhood
6: dude a couple kids on the block had it yeah you yeah. could buy
4: these vests at like toys r us and yes you know you had to charge them that was the hard part is always keep making sure that you had batteries but like well, hey, nothing's changed huh mm. hey, yeah totally dude but you could basically play <laughs> Qzar, which was our local laser tag uh, haunt, uh, in your nice court to. now, infinitely. And it was mm-hmm. like the most fun thing. I remember one Christmas, everybody got them for Christmas, and we just all played for probably the next three years.
6: It was like laser tag every day. They were hella expensive. They were. We were a super soaker
7: neighborhood. Did you guys ever fuck with some super soakers? Oh, dude. Oh, hell Big yeah. You mean
6: by Laramie? Laramie. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you guys have? Ooh. Did I you had, just had the standard. Everybody 50? had a fifty. You yeah, had had to, have you start 50. with the 50. the fifty. You had
7: to, you had to have the fifty, and now that that's what you would tuck in your pants. And then you would have the five hundred, the the double banger. That was the 200. Two, two tanks, whatever that one was. The five
6: hundred yeah. had the backpack, oh, yeah. or was that the yeah. thousand? Ooh, that Can we
4: just was... go from the bottom up and like let me get reminded of this? What? Is... By the way, Super Soaker
7: does not exist anymore. Uh... Didn't we? We looked this up in the Workaholics writers' room. It like doesn't exist.
5: Why not?
6: Uh, maybe they're sitting on it till some guy pays $4 million for a 50 (laughs) and gets back into it. This is important. (laughs) That's something
5: I would collect.
6: Uh, yeah. I want to say that there was a 5, 10, 15, 30. There was for sure a 50, a 75, and a 100, and then a 200. Okay. So the
4: 75 was what? What color was that?
6: Orange and yellow. That was the orange and yellow one. So the 100 was the green one? No, blue. The 100 was blue. blue. Or was
4: that the 50?
6: No, the 100 was blue and yellow. Okay. Okay. The 50 was green bottle, yellow gun, the OG. That was the
4: entry one. Everybody had the 50.
6: 50 was just the first. Yeah, that's Because yeah, it burn. was called the Super Soaker 50 because
4: it shot 50 feet. Oh, shit. I never knew that. Oh, Ooh. what happened was Nerf bought Super
7: Soaker and kind of ruined it. If we're being real, Nerf tried yeah. to nerf they size Super it. Soaker and then just turned it into some some Nerf shit, man. What did they do to it? It just uh, it, it looks like it doesn't hold as much water. It's just kind of whack as hell.
6: People also started putting, like, bleach and urine in them and shooting 50 feet and taking off, like, shooting convertibles and shit.
4: I'd like to apologize early for doing that as a teenager. (laughs) Did you? No, I'm just, I'm I'm lying. I didn't do that.
7: Uh, That's the shit at uh, Bonnaroo where, like, the urban legend, which I think is a real thing, that, like, in the campsites, people had super soakers doused with acid. And then you'd be walking through the campsites at night drunk, about ready to pass out, and someone would lace her ass up with a bunch of acid. Could you imagine you're just walking through the campsite, and then you just got a face full of not acid, like your skin's gonna melt off, like acid, like you're gonna trip balls for the night. No-
4: <laughs>
6: Does it go into your
4: mouth? Well, it seeps into your skin. Yeah, like Hendrix used to wear it in his bandana so that it just goes in through your epidermis.
6: I didn't know that. That explains a. A lot of things. Yeah,
4: you don't have to ingest it. It just goes in through your skin. I think I was on acid. You've done it.
6: That's crazy. We've all probably done it. The one thing I do remember, I had this...
4: I think my brother and I, uh, we tried to take one of our old super soakers and fill it with gasoline and then make a blowtorch oh my
7: god oh that is how a little kid explodes
4: for you sure guys are fucking insane yep, that's how you die yes it was not a good idea i'm pretty sure it just got set ablaze but you know we had safety precautions hose right next to us so it was okay i'll save you very wow. scary but we were both walked away unharmed you guys are bad boys
1: hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
8: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered.
1: (sighs) Good one, dad.
0: (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner?
8: Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Can we segue that to you guys doing your own stunts backyard wrestling as children? Hello. Oh,
4: yeah, man. Blake and
6: I. Because it sounds like that was you you guys were just insane little fucking let's get hurt people.
5: We were very safe in our backyard wrestling.
6: Yeah, we were
4: more about the, I mean, there's a reason we're in Hollywood because we were all about making and filming and theatrics over the actual aggression that we should have been getting out.
7: To put in context, uh, Blake and Kyle, the, when we first met them, they showed us all these tapes of them and their backyard wrestling um, that they had on like a public access tv show which is super cool by the way yes uh where they would do like backyard wrestling in their backyard and they had like built a stage and it was a whole thing but yeah you're right if i remember correctly it was very much theatrics based and then when it got down to like the wrestling part of it you're like well
4: the the (laughs) pageantry well i mean here's let me paint the picture of the ring the ring was basically four mattresses that we would call when we were announcing it we would call them box springs to make it sound like we were tougher but they were very soft mattresses <laughs> and we had like empty 2 liter bottles as our <laughs> as our weapons we
5: were on some real bitch shit man we were not
4: tough <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think the craziest thing we did is like Blake got power bombed through this like table that we built out of sawhorses and a very small like very thin piece of plywood that my dad Uh pre-scored so that he wouldn't get hurt and we had mattresses underneath it
6: i love the fucking approval from the parents like i love it you're creative let me help you
4: (laughs) it was in my parents backyard and my dad was all about like at that point at that time he was all about not getting sued and so he he wanted in on the money too
6: of course. He's trying to get on yeah. TV. He was like, He's "Let me on, score yeah. this. Where are the cameras?" Come on. Where?
4: Well, they were all. They've always been very supportive of what we do and all that. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, he he pre-scored it and, and we did it. <laughs> it was epic.
7: Did did it ever did someone ever like take a hit and it took a, it got a little too serious and then suddenly there's a real fight <laughs> that breaks out? Cuz that's the footy I'm trying to see.
4: I don't know. Some people Blake did I used to wrestle rough. <laughs> Uh, I,
5: I think you were a little rough, but uh, you were probably getting out aggressions of your childhood for yeah, sure.
6: Yeah, you're super helpful dad. You just couldn't rage against yeah, him because th- he was like, yeah, I'll help you. I need to well, rage yeah, against yeah, okay. someone. <laughs> we, can,
4: we can get into that or we don't have to. Uh, you know what I mean?
7: Dad issues. <laughs> I remember about two Thanksgivings ago, I went home and my aunt was like, Adam, can I talk with you? And I'm like, sure. Aunt Patty, what's up? And she goes, do you know a Brian (laughs) and uh, and I'm like, yeah, he was my bully when I was a kid. This kid was like a total bully to me. And she goes, that's not what I heard. And evidently she works with him now. And he's like, Adam used to bully me in elementary school. And so my bully thought I was his
6: bully. Mm-hmm. oh that's interesting but really you guys should have been soulmates
7: yeah so when i was a kid this is how i remember it is he had failed a grid and he was like way bigger than me and one day he comes and it's like i heard what you did and i'm like what did i do and he goes you know and i still to this day have no idea and all the kids were like hey man brian basically he's bigger than all of us we have to be friends with him so I snapped and I'm like Brian's my mortal enemy. I have no friends.
6: Wait, sorry. They had to choose him over you. They had to choose him over Got it. yeah,
7: over me. Yes, and so yes. the only friends that i had were omar the kid who clogged with wooden shoes on the weekend tight Mm -hmm. and the the other kid i'm blanking on his name but he ended up being
6: close friends tight tight knit group of friends He ended
7: up being a gay dude who played organ at church on sundays
6: so it's like both sound
7: awesome yeah both pretty fun guys admittedly but not the crew you're trying to roll with in elementary school if you're trying to kiss shannon tomo
4: yeah not the crew you're trying to roll with
7: (laughs) So anyways, I ended up fighting this guy like every day at lunch because he'd be like, you can't sit with us. No one's your friend. And I would like, I hit him in the head with a book. I kicked him down a staircase Damn!
4: <laughs> and I was like Damn. getting all
7: my aggression out on this kid. And then he uh, ends up in turn is says that I'm his bully. Mm-hmm. So it could get twisted. You think that you're being bullied, but guess what kids, you might be the bully yourself.
6: Is that what tenet is about? I think. The movie coming <laughs> is it? It's about you think you're the bully or you think you're being bullied but you end up being the bully.
5: That's crazy, man. JK.
6: What movie? Tenet. It's a joke. It already happened and uh, wasn't that funny? Oh, oh Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> Tenant. Yes, I've not
5: seen the, awesome. the
7: previews for that.
5: Yeah, what is
6: that? It's it, that's the whole thing is you don't know what it's about, and it's supposed to be good, but it's Whatever. Nolan's like weird,
4: um, you know, palindrome film. Right. He's done one in reverse, and now he's doing the palindrome. And
7: palindrome, yeah, we all know what that means, but just uh, that's like
4: race car, <laughs> race car. So race car is spelled the same way backwards and forwards. Okay, uh, so you can yeah. watch so, this like, it works. movie
7: backwards.
4: It seems from the visuals that he's playing that game. And from the title, Tenet. What the hell?
7: Well,
6: I hope I can connect to the characters. uh... Well,
7: he could have called it race car or mom. Yeah. Chris Nolan presents
5: Mom. Mom. (laughs) Sweetie? Sweetie?
6: He had a mom. (laughs) So did his sister. (laughs) But they were different moms. So that dude, oh
7: uh, Denzel Washington's <laughs> son, I did not know that was Denzel Washington's <laughs> son.
6: D- Denzel. Denzel? Yeah. And. Uh, Denzel. Oh shit, some
7: den gel. I, I said to <laughs> Chloe the other night, we saw like a little trailer or something for Tenet. And I'm like, what the fuck is that movie about? And then I'm like, also, that dude needs to chill with his Denzel Washington impression. I'm like, mm-hmm. he is just trying to be Denzel so hard right now. And she's like, that's Denzel Washington's son. And I'm like,
6: oh yeah, okay. that yeah, yeah, checks out. Yeah, that Dang, checks out. I,
5: that makes me yeah. want to see it now. I've never seen him do
6: anything. You didn't see Black Klansman? Uh uh-uh. uh. You wouldn't. You didn't watch every episode of Ballers, homie?
7: Uh, I did not.
6: Give us the elevator pitch. Dude, I
4: did not. Adam, I know you yeah, did Yeah, man. I'm a baller, man. <laughs>
7: <laughs> every comedy that comes on HBO, I, I, I give it a shot. And by give it a shot, I mean watch every episode, even if I don't like it. <laughs> like
6: just commit <laughs> yeah. for several seasons. I
7: will all. Yeah, support comedy. I like that.
6: Hard Knocks is back.
5: Ooh, who's the team?
6: L.A., period. Both teams. Wow. COVID operations. Wow. I think it's the best show ever in the history of television.
5: I finally watched it. I, I remember you guys always talking about it in the work as writers room. And I never checked out. And now that I watched it, it is the greatest show It's the ever. greatest.
6: Because even the bad episodes, you're like, it doesn't matter. They found some, like, dumb thing to kind of be the thread of the episode But you're just watching these, like, people that are at the pinnacle of, like, human, like, fucking capabilities, and then at the same time, they're, like, people in the world.
5: Dude. And football players' minds are insane. Yes. They're just a rare breed of people. They're just – the way they – they they kill each other. Yeah,
6: And then at that level, they're all freak athletes. And then it's like the mental thing on top of it that like separates the like all stars from everybody else.
5: Well, even you, you, you sent that clip to me of those dudes who would just were like uh, doing wide receiver drills. Yes, basically. that's my
6: favorite thing on YouTube right now is just watching one-on-ones at like the fucking playground or, or the field or whatever. Just dudes doing coverage on each other it is the fucking best thing the shit talking is next i level. highly recommend it have you guys seen this no no i have not it's basically like one-on-one coverage for receivers and it's like all right i want you i'm, a, I'm gonna d up on you and then they go run a route and they either catch the ball and fucking get to put that in the dude's face or the other guy denies him is just like, Get that fuck out of here. <laughs> like, it's it's great. It gets oh, heated yeah. and they're just like, shit talking while
4: running drills. I want him next. Oh, yeah. I want him next.
5: At some point we have to have all access, you can hear every athlete during games. It would be wow. incredible.
6: Yeah. Well we had it the other day, it didn't work too well. Yeah. Well that's, <laughs> that's true. yeah,
7: that is the case until everybody's just cancelled because everybody's saying the most horrific shit out there.
4: Yeah. yeah.
6: it's it's you know,
5: it's battle. You say things you don't mean. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you can't really put that out there. I think that has to stay on the field. That's, like, the fun part about playing the sport is wow. talking shit, and you know? And
6: that's why this show is so great because you're kind of, like, seeing behind the curtain, you're hearing, like, even, like, hearing the physicality of, like, the grunts and shit and, like, the the equipment hitting, mm. you're like, oh, I know why I'm not playing this sport. Yeah. It hurts really <laughs> badly. That's
4: definitely why I like playing sports more than I enjoy watching sports because you get to talk shit with your homies the whole time. It's because yeah, you like, like to
7: feel the pain, Kyle. Ooh. You
4: like to feel that pain. Thank you. Talk to me. Yes, oh, it yeah.
7: lets me
6: know I'm alive. <laughs>
4: Cut me. I don't like shit-talking. I just do it. There we go. Silent
6: assassin. I'm not even saying I'm like one of those guys who's like, I let my fucking whatever do the job, but like, I don't know.
7: I've I've never been good enough at sports to shit-talk. I'd be like, oh, you want to see this? And they're like,
4: yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. That's why our games would be like hella funny. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. like the peak is very low. Right. <laughs> but the shit talk level is very high. That's to me awesome. What
7: I do like about Hard Knocks and the few episodes I've seen is the level of athleticism, especially in football, is all over the place. In basketball, everyone is basically in the same range of athleticism.
6: Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'll circle
7: back. Go ahead. Football, it's like those linemen... Are just houses, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, there's a whiteout or, or football guy, fast football yeah. guy, who's just <laughs> mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. lean as fuck, six one, who can just who's just way faster than everybody else.
6: And then there's the right. kicker, because like the yeah, because it's very it's like chess. It's like you are built for your position. But I mean, I would yes. argue the same thing for basketball. Like if you're centers, like Shaq and fucking. Uh, but Shaq
7: doesn't exist anymore, really. Dwight Howard.
6: Well, Boban, like. Dwight Howard is like a freak of nature for his position. Oh, He's big, but like a lot of those centers can't move. Like what's his name on uh, on Houston?
7: Sure, like Russell Westbrook for sure. But but I would say the difference. I know what you th- mean. There, there's a, a stark difference between the fo- a football yeah. s- center, a running back, or just and a, say, a guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm and their wide receiver or a
4: kicker and the fast football guy
7: then the super fast football guy
4: yeah there's a difference between the blocking football guy the slow blocking football guy big guy and then the fast like super fast running super football guy super
7: fast running football guy <laughs> right like, I, at yeah. that gym that I go to in Hollywood Unbreakable it's a cool gym but there's I'm glad I don't know a lot of about football like I just don't like NFL players I just don't know shit about them I don't really watch the NFL I don't really care and uh there's so many of them in the gym. I think I'd be starstruck if I knew who they were. But since I don't, and it's also crazy to see like some of these guys, like some of the wide receivers aren't that strong. Like f- aren't that <laughs> strong. Like oh, they can't they're they're not bench pressing a lot. They're just like working on agility drills all day
6: long. Right. Speed, explosiveness. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah they don't have to be super tough. They just gotta be fast as Fuck.
6: But what's dope is you watch those guys do footwork and it's insanity. Oh but then you watch the lineman working on like essentially judo because it's like all about balance and shit. Hell yeah. And how they move like the, the fast hands and like they grab a shoulder here and they use the dude's balance against I them. I actually saw That's a dude dope.
5: who was training with that hand blocking and is like the dude training him had a knife <laughs> and was like what? Ch- attempting to stab him and is he this would on bat the, his is hands. Is this on away.
7: the
6: system or what do you where are you from? The the court?
7: The compound, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: baby. On the court, we used to train with nine. <laughs>
7: do you guys think that you would last one down in, in an NFL football game? Like a full speed? No. They're going to hit you. No. Like last, sure, like I, you're not going to die. But do you think you would not get injured? No. There's a 100% guarantee that I would be injured. Yeah,
6: of course. A doubt. I had a teacher in high school, a substitute teacher, who would like – like he would always come back and you would know who he was. And he played in the NFL for like two or three years. And he said that he from college to the NFL, the speed that it increased was crazy. And the first big hit he took from the NFL, he was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is totally different. These dudes are out here murdering.
4: Yeah, I think I would get crushed. I mean, but if you're a kicker, do they even come
6: after you? Like, could you kick? A kicker? Yeah, if you, dude, get on YouTube highlight reels of yeah. kickers getting laid out? Oh, for kicker real? Because see, that's yeah, the, problem. the whole point well, is to would, lay them out. You. You're not supposed to. They're not supposed to. It's a, it's a. If they run, like if you're returning and they're like the last resort guy oh, yeah, and they blocking. go after you, yeah. they will lay you the fuck out, and yeah. it's hilarious because they're like, "Get the fuck out of this sport." <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> the stick just bounced. And- That's a
6: rough gig, by the way. Being a kicker, like, I you're so – you are so necessary for the game. But, like, the respect level has to be so low. When I was in high school,
4: uh, <laughs> uh, this dude kept trying to get me to play kicker on – on our football team and I almost did it but then I just wanted to smoke cigarettes and not practice every day.
6: <laughs> Dude, I want that to be the back half of every sentence about your childhood.
4: Yeah, anything that has to do with sports it always ends with, oh, "I'd rather just go smoke cigarettes and play wrestle." Yeah.
7: Could have uh could have went pro but then I realized that I had to practice and I just would rather smoke cigarettes. Yeah.
6: So. Cigarettes had me, bro. Yeah, they meanwhile, really every fucking baseball player we watched growing up smoked cigarettes and chewed tobacco. Yeah. Could have them both. It would be cool to have uh, to start like a softball
4: team and do like a hard knocks, like a YouTube channel or something. Like that would be fucking tight.
6: Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Well, just, <laughs> just giving your ideas away here on This Is Important.
7: That is. And it is. That's an important idea.
4: Well, anybody can do it. That's just out there. Go ahead. Take it. You know, just developed no, on. the No, that's ours. God damn it. That's ours. Developed on the This Is Important podcast for YouTube by the dudes from and you can put all of our names
7: i'd play a uh, i mean if the rain of the COVID ever stops i would be down to, to be in a softball league that sounds fun as hell would be fun yes i
4: i, I have
5: found that softball leagues in hollywood are kind of eh.
7: come out
6: to malibu when i moved here two of my friends were in a softball league with nitro from american gladiators they were like we just want to meet people they joined up and they're like dude nitro is in our softball league and I was yeah. like, we're in Hollywood, baby.
7: Whatever happened, didn't they try to bring back American Gladiators and just sort of... Yeah, it was back. It was good. Yeah, what happened? What, that that sucks. It was canceled too quickly, man. Give it give it some time to shine.
4: Yeah.
6: It was kind of a Band-Aid for the Writers Guild strike in, what, oh six or oh five or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. They, like, mm. didn't have any TV. They needed reality TV. They brought back American Gladiators and said... Take that, WGA. Mm. Now, for those of you guys listening, the <laughs> WGA is the writer's guild of America, and sometimes they go on strike and TV doesn't happen, so American Gladiators happened.
7: I wish it would go on strike again. And now it's The Rock's show, Titans Games. That's right. It's
6: just okay, that game. I, I don't want to sound like a sociopath, but it's too much of, like, the personal story. I don't give a fuck. mm like, go out there and play against the, the Gladiators.
4: That's what was awesome about American Gladiators is you just, before you knew it, you were in the game. You were in the event.
6: Yeah, Well, that's why
7: American Ninja Warrior rules is because it's the same with Gladiators. You're like, oh, I could do that. Even if you couldn't. Right. Even if you, like, right. probably would just get your ass kicked. You believe, like, yeah, you know what? I would. I'd shoot for the leg and I'd I'd take him down.
6: I feel like I could at least do the hand bike where, like, You do this and you move your legs like crazy too. I wanted to do American Ninja Warrior. Uh, We kept
7: pitching it as like a coda for Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Mm -hmm. As like after the the credits roll, that's the coda sequence for the listeners. And we we pitched that we got on American Ninja Warrior and then we uh, competed. (laughs) That's what me and Zach kept pitching over and over. And they're like, no, it doesn't even make any sense. But we just wanted to do that get on the course yeah to get on the course once
6: yeah damn that'd be fun <laughs> it'll be back they'll bring it back they'll ha- they have to bring it back it's that it's an ip it, everybody fucking knows it
7: i think american ninja warrior
6: is still still happening sorry i meant uh, american gladiators Not sure.
4: yeah so what's yeah. up yeah. with this titan show how much are you investing in these uh people's stories
6: too much they just go like they're like back in their hometown and shit and like i don't i don't i don't care yeah, I don't care about the backstory. Like, get into the athleticism. That's the fun part. Well, you
7: only care about the that, like, if the guy because it is nice to go like I'm rooting for the teacher. His whole class is rooting for him. He's a good guy. Like, I I get a kick out of uh, like rooting for you know knowing a little bit about their their backstory and and rooting for them. But yeah.
4: Is it going week to week to week? Are they on the show for multiple weeks in a row? I think maybe they come back. I can't remember.
6: Oh, yeah. It's just a lot of, like... It's a game show. Play the game. This is them and their life.
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob.
7: oh what about the rock buying the xfl what a stroke of genius is that wait why i mean that is so smart he's gonna why is that smart he's gonna be a fucking quadrillionaire because people like the xfl i think they were like kind of pumped that it was back and then covid sort of just like ruined it and so they were like done he bought it for 15 million dollars
6: That's uh yeah more than that No. Was it fifteen? Who
5: likes XFL? XFL
6: sucks. But but this is but this is what it is. XFL sucks, right? But now the rock attached will legitimize it. And (laughs) he will. He played football, he's super famous. The problem is that NCAA college football is a fucking scam on these kids, right? Now, if you're a kid who like needs to put some food on the table and all of a sudden you can get paid 150 grand for going to play football for a couple of years in the XFL which is like somehow legit now, you're going to fucking go do that instead of pretending to go to like French class or whatever. I mean, like I did the same thing. I went to college specifically for one thing, my sport. I don't know if I would have gone if I didn't have that. So I'm like these kids, if there was some place that would have paid me to swim, I would have fucking gone and done that.
4: For sure. Bro, you should do the Extreme Swim FL.
6: Oh, do the Extreme Swim But FL. Well, that exists too.
4: That exists. That's like water polo though. That's basically water polo. <laughs> the,
6: they just started the ISL, which is like the International Swimming League, which is professional swimming. And it's not great, but it's on TV and my t- fucking DVR records it and I'm watching. Damn.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
6: But like it's, he's seizing on an opportunity that the NCAA has been going head to head with the, the kids about paying them for so long. That like it's gonna come to an end sometime soon, and he's gonna be right there to scoop everybody up and be like, "You can play right here. I got you." Right. It's the rock.
7: Yeah, and and also people do like the XFL. I think people uh, get a real kick out of it, and people like football so goddamn much to, to like during that time when yeah. football isn't happening, that's when the it like isn't it spring? It's basically spring football. Yes. Right. Yes.
6: The and what that first game that came back. The first game was dope. I think people like it. And to buy it for $15
7: million after it already has a brand name, The Rock already obviously is a huge brand name. Like... That that was a steal. Like, should we go play in it? I would watch that.
4: That, I think I would last to play. Well, we should for sure go to a game.
6: Oh, no doubt about we it.
7: We should for sure leverage. What about the lingerie football This league? The success of this podcast, this is important, mm-hmm. and go to a game, get a free dog and a brew.
6: Now, Blake just kind of said something <laughs> that went under the radar here, and that was lingerie football. And if you guys at home haven't watched this shit <laughs> – it's not just, like, girls in underwear playing football. They light each it other is up. these fucking jock women yeah. in, like, scan, not scantily clad, but they're in, like, sports bras and, like, uh, I guess, like, underwear-shaped shorts or whatever. But they fucking light each other up. These quarterbacks have cannons, and these women are catching yeah, they balls. Do. They're checking people oh, into walls. Nah. It's fucking... There's YouTube. I remember clips when intense. we found it.
4: We found it when we lived at Hamlin, and it was like like scrolling through the Direct TV. It's like lingerie football league. What is this? Click it on. Ooh, do tell. Yeah, and then it's like holy shit! This is like a great game. This is really good. It's speaking
6: badass. of shit talk, one of those girls from from that like highlight clip or whatever had the best shit talk game. She was like, "Oh my god, did you shit your pants to some other girl?" <laughs> She's like, "You fucking stink." <laughs> I was like, she's in her head now.
7: Oh, man, what an ultimate slam. Did you shit your pants? That was a good one. I
5: I dream that we wire up every player, athlete, and that's all
7: they say. Uh, That'd be a great thing, like, even in the NFL, if you're the guy that's wired up, if you're constantly just going like, oh, my God, this guy's just shit his pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what they keep getting on CBS or wherever it's airing.
4: (laughs) That's hard knock uh softball. Yeah,
7: hard knock. It's just being like, "Oh, PU, dude, you
6: shit your
4: yeah, pants." If I was the catcher, that's all I would be doing in softball league. <laughs> like this dude shit
6: his pants. Oh, yeah, just fucking winding people the up. The
4: catchers are the shit talker in baseball. They're the ones who fucking get under your skin.
6: Good to see you again, man. Did you shit your pants? You fucking stink. <laughs> no, dude, you stink. shut up, man. You stink like shit. I'm serious.
7: <laughs> Did you guys ever uh umpire at all? I I umpired uh for one season in baseball. Never. No.
4: Yeah, I would have loved to do that. Maybe when my kids older. How old were you?
7: I was fourteen, and it, th- these kids were like eight and nine. And uh, yeah, also didn't even know all the rules in baseball. Like I was, <laughs> I, sh- I sucked. I for sure sucked. And That's I one uh, of those strikes. I definitely made a bad call. But you know, you're as an umpire, you just got to cover your own ass and stick with your right. bad call. And <laughs> uh, this dad flipped the fuck out, and he had a little Coleman cooler, and he he was going. Uh, he's like, you're trash, Blue, you're trash. And I'm like, okay, settle down. Meanwhile, this, this guy's like, you know, 40-year-old man. I'm 14 years old. And then he takes out his little Coleman cooler with this, like, sandwich wrapper. And it's like half-eaten bag of Fritos and just dumps it all over the ground. It's like, this is you, Blue. This is you, you're trash. And uh, and then I, I'm like, you're out of here. And I kicked him out to the parking lot. But technically, the parking lot was actually closer than the bleachers were
3: right
6: right right the fence went around
7: because it was it was like a shitty little kids baseball so like he was now closer he was i was like you got to go stay in the parking lot and he was now closer to the game than he was while sitting <laughs> up in the bleachers
4: i think that would be cool i look forward to the day when i get to coach like little sports i'll be first in line to like do the lineup, Ew. check it out. You know, that'll be fucking so sick.
6: Ew. All right, guys, I hope you're ready for some little sports. Put a little <laughs> hand in, say a little hope. Oh. Yeah,
4: <laughs> exactly, Ew. exactly. Accidentally yeah. say the F word a couple times, be like, don't tell your parents, okay? <laughs> I got a homie whose go kids play
6: baseball, and he coaches, and he, like, wears the whole getup, you know? Because, like, baseball, like, the coaches also wear the uniform, oh, yeah. and it is awesome
7: i love that you gotta commit
4: you get to come up with the signs on third base where you like get to do all the little dancing and shit and then like dude that'd be awesome
7: uh blake you've played in like celebrity baseball games before haven't you blake's a celebrity yeah yeah man he's big time i uh
5: i was i was at some point i i played in a softball game twice at actually the coliseum in oakland how how was that the one that i played in
7: i i it was embarrassing there i was like i kind of overextended myself and was like they were like hey adam you did you play baseball and i'm like oh yeah definitely and then they're like okay you got shortstop and i'm like okay and then the first one that came to me, it just bounced off my chest, and then I picked it up and threw it way over the first baseman's head, <laughs> like just, la- just launched it. Put way. I just didn't want to throw it in the dirt, so I'm like, I got to put some pepper on this. And then, and then they're like, oh, we didn't know that you can't throw a baseball. I'm like, ah, it's been a while. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. How how
6: were you? Or did you? Uh...
5: The first game, I did well. My second time I played, I definitely uh, like fell over a fence and. Uh,
6: like you went for it.
5: I went for Seth Curry. No, sorry, Seth.
6: <laughs> Seth is the brother. Seth. That's, his, that's his brother. Steph Seth Curry,
5: Curry hit it, hit one over my head, and I, uh, I like tried to kind of reach up and grab it over the wall, and it,
7: the wall ended up coming down on me. Yeah, but you, you looked cool. You were, you were going for it, and that's that's what's most important. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't look cool.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he hit it to the wall at the Coliseum. No,
7: it was they bring in the wall for like celebrity
6: games. Oh, right? oh, oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, it was okay. a it
7: was a temporary
6: weak wall. That's
7: why it fell over.
5: Yeah, weak shit. It was hella weak. It was hella.
6: Kyle coming in against the professional. Yeah, uh,
5: yeah. <laughs> Kyle, not everybody's born to play.
4: I think I could hit one out at the Coliseum.
7: I bet you could, oh, Kyle. Shut
4: the Thank fuck you. up. No, you Thank could you. not. Yeah, I could not in a million years could you? If I have if I have uh, three months to practice, I'd hit it out.
7: Uh, all right. Kyle. Okay.
4: Start practicing
7: today. And in three months, I guarantee you, we could get you on the green. Is that what they call it?
4: No. In the batter's box
7: on the diamond on the pitch in the batter's box. (laughs) Get me in the box. We'll get you in the box at the Coliseum. And I want to see this happen. I, I bet we can. Blake has the end. He's played there twice. You got to pay for
4: it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What weird. are we paying That's for? That's a weird request. <laughs> All right. uh, baseballs and... <laughs> sure. For? Pay for what? You got to pay for access. You got to pay for it. We're not
7: going to pay for it. They're going to let us do it. It's not going to be during a game.
6: You got to pay for it. I'll do it. Kyle, you played baseball, right? Is this true that, like... To hit it out of there, like the pitch needs to be at a certain sufficient speed coming in.
4: Yeah, that's the biggest thing is I'd have to learn how to hit like 80 miles an hour. That's the that, Turning on it is probably the hardest. Well,
7: you're the one who said you need three
4: months. Yeah, I think I could do that. All right. I'm excited to see it. It actually would trim up my waistline, which I've been looking forward to doing.
7: <laughs> no, nah, man, you got to use that. That's the torque that you need to get around on that ball.
4: Dude, I wonder if there's if the batting cages are open during COVID. That sounds like a fucking dream.
5: They are. They are the one thing that didn't close. I think they are if you bring your own bat,
7: my man. Bro. That makes sense. Let's go. Let's go to the cages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have any take backs or apologies? Mm. And what's the third one?
4: Compliments. Compliments. Wow. This is a tough one this week.
6: Well, you know what? I want to apologize for going uh, after you, Adam, about your new hobby. Uh, to each their own. Um I wish you the best of luck. I hope you do get that Zion and that Luca. Go get them, bud. Hey,
7: thank you. Yeah. That was about uh, my new car collecting hobby, which I plan on investing. I'm going to have to sell the house. <laughs> I plan on going big, baby. You got to
4: go big. Um, okay. I'd like to really quickly take back what I said about hitting a home run, uh, at the Oakley Coliseum <laughs> because I <Yeah>. don't, <laughs> wait a second. That was just... I'd just like to take that back for a moment. Maybe I'll revisit sure. it next week after I hit the cages. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'd like to, com-
7: I'd like to compliment you for knowing that you can't do that. <laughs> you overextend yourself a little bit and I would like to apologize for me putting you on the spot and that's why you had to take that back. So Apologies, but also compliments.
6: I'll compliment your apologies. I want to compliment Adam. Thank you. On putting him on the spot because that's what friends do. Oh, mm-hmm. well, then I also would like
4: to um, compliment uh, me. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> for something.
5: I just want to freaking take back these last few minutes of my life. <laughs>
7: Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This is important.
6: It truly is. I
7: thought. It truly is. Blake, any take backs, apologies, or compliments?
5: I said I want to take back the minutes my life. Yeah, I heard my that. Life.
6: That sounded like a good end.
5: I want to end it. <laughs> I want to end it, bro. This podcast. Okay, I'm going to
4: really quickly jump in here and give Blake a compliment before we go off, just to pump him up a little bit, because he sounds like he's down <sighs> yeah, in the poor dumps.
5: Guy. Can we poor guy? end the show? I know, show. this shit's over. <laughs>
4: Blake, your hair is really great. You're funny. Oh you are God. a celebrity. Yeah. And actually, I apologize for calling you a non-celebrity and insinuating that.
5: I want to apologize for not watching Ballers I should have done that. Mm
4: -hmm. You don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) And
7: that's our show for this week. Guys, once again, (laughs) this is important. See you next
0: week.
6: Powered by Verizon, just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at
5: Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.
1: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI